Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Matt. I don't fucking understand how something could be as funny as a rivalry between Elmo and a rock. <laughs> yes! Yes! I'm so happy this is your intro. I'm so happy. Okay, yeah, we need to talk about this. We need to break okay. this down. So, it has been years, years since I've seen any Sesame Street episodes. Of course. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I guess that would make sense, right? But, yeah. Um, I mean, but, like, I feel like I still hear things about Sesame Street. Like, you know, like, they, they, like oh, there's this new, there's this new Muppet character that shows up, you know, mm. or whatever. Like, there's, they, it's, it's still a newsworthy enough show where people still love it very much. But I never heard of Rocco before. And so when I saw the headline at first, I was just like, wait, okay, I guess there's a rock Muppet? on the show now that is no. just feuding with Elmo. <laughs> no, that is not what's happening. It is it is an actual rock. And you, yeah. you can you, I feel like you you're, you've come prepared here. What tell give the audience what this is in case they don't know what's happening. So so if you haven't, so old clips of Sesame Street are being resurfaced uh involving Elmo and Elmo's friend Zoe, and Zoe has a pet rock named Rocco, and Zoe treats Rocco like it's a living being, and Elmo cannot fucking handle it. Because <laughs> he's like, he's just like, it's a rock! It's a it's fucking a rock. Can't, can't eat! <laughs> it's my favorite one yeah. is is the one where Zoe Zoe says, uh, oh, Rocco, uh, sorry I'm late, Rocco had to go to the bathroom. And Elmo ages 10 years and just goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I, I'm always, I feel like I appreciate some of the humor in, in Sesame Street. Even like, even like, yeah. Even if it's such a young kids show, it's like one of those things where it's there's something for the older for older audiences too, where they can look <laughs> at that and be like, oh my god, that's fantastic. Um, I just, I think my favorite thing though about this entire saga, and, th- and this is how I discovered it, was the Polygon article, which his headline reads: "Elmo is right about Rocco. It's time we acknowledge that." <laughs> <laughs> and it's this this crazed fucking image of elmo like frizzed out like he's just (laughs) he's just lost it with rocco um i i love this so much the best part is people blaming rocco and not zoe right yeah no yeah it's completely on rocco like how can you blame zoe how can you blame zoe zoe's just zoe's just trying to like go along with it it's rocco that's manipulated her to believing (laughs) that he is a living sentient thing it's not he's just not it's just the truth oh my god um welcome everyone to the virtual ball boys uh we have uh one week left it's just one week one regular season week we it? we would be in our playoff podcast by now last year. Yeah. Not this year. Not this year. Though. Not not ever again, probably. No. Because this is going to be a normal thing where we have one more extra week now of the regular season for things to settle down. Uh, and uh, it's what a year it's been. It's been such a strange, strange year. And especially this week was just especially strange. We'll get into that, I'm sure. Yeah, there's two. There's two things I have to talk about this week. We we will we'll get into it for sure. I, I, I but I I think that we 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 can cover it here in in terms of the gate when we talk about the different 
game uh, games that we want to right. uh, touch upon here. Um, but uh, this episode, we're not really going to do like a formal mid segment because this is it's going to be just a loaded episode. There's they this is the like. This is the week that, like, a lot of shit happens, even though it's just the same amount of games, just from a newsworthy point of view, because, you know, come mm-hmm. this Monday, you're going to see, you know, a, you know, we're probably going to see coach changes and general manager, manager changes. Uh, We're going to see, you know, we, we we're going to see teams enter the playoffs, maybe that we don't expect, we didn't expect to make the playoffs. Um, We're going to see results that are kind of well. So every, everything's... Anything wild that can happen this week can happen. Um, and so it's just kind of it, – it's just one of those things where we're going to just go hard on the playoff scenarios and hard on, um, you know, just the various different uh, – the playoff the playoff clinching scenarios specifically as well. Um, and then we'll give our picks as well. So that's that kind of covers that, – that's the umbrella, I think, of, the, of yep. this entire podcast here. Uh, so let's get into the Week 17 recap thus far. And we're going to start, of course, with the Game of the Week. Which there's no question what was the game of the week here. It is Chiefs at Bengals and Matt. Fuck yes. Your team chaos came through and it was in glorious fashion. It was it was a offensive game where it seemed like the Chiefs were going to start to kind of run away with it. They kind of had this beginning building up here where they, they, were kinda, they were just scoring constantly. The defense, the Bengals defense couldn't do anything. But Joe Burrow... And Jamar Chase specifically. I mean, Jamar Chase set a rookie record for one of the best, you know, yardages uh, in a game ever for a rookie. Mm -hmm. Um, And 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 passed the rookie uh, receiving record. Yeah, that's it's incredible. Beat Jamar Jamar Chase, or not Jamar Chase? He is Jamar Chase. Uh, Beat Justin Jefferson, who did it last year. Yeah, and that and that was <laughs> and that was within sixteen games. I mean, that's, right? And then, like and this not, and this this one too, even. Yeah, you can't even yeah. put the ash. Everyone's gonna put the asterisk on the records next week. Like, that, <laughs> and that's another thing about next week is that a bunch of records are gonna be shattered because of the extra right. game. But <laughs> the you know the, everyone's gonna put the asterisk. But no, this this is Jamar Chase playing sixteen games, and he he is so fucking good. The multiple times this game where you had he just got the ball and it, he was just gone. He was gone. The mm-hmm. Chiefs could not tackle him, and that is what kind of brought the Bengals back into the game, and it all kind of came down to the last goal line stand where uh you know they they were trying to pop, like just get in get in the, for the touchdown and just seal the game and a lot of they people weren't, thought they, they weren't even just trying to do that i thought they were trying to run the clock out as well the, yeah i think that there was there was tony romo kind of kept on hinting at the fact that like oh maybe they maybe he is trying not to get into the end so it's that way they run out the clock and they can just kick the field goal and that mm-hmm. i that definitely was part of it um, but I also think that they wanted to at the very least score the touchdown, so it kind of forces the Chiefs to go, uh, you know, down the field. Because if they just kick the field goal and let the Chiefs have the ball again, then you're worried about Patrick Mahomes kind of, you know, right. leading the charge down the field and winning the game. So what, uh, what was your thoughts on this game as a whole, and just what this means for the Bengals? It was so much fun to watch uh, at the end. Um, I didn't have it the whole time. I forget what game I did have, but it, it switched over to this one at the end. And then you just completely forgot about the existence of the other one. <laughs> it, it, yeah, because it was, it was not important compared yeah. to this shit. And it was awesome. Might have even been the Bears game. I don't remember. No, Bears game was in the, was in the afternoon. I forget. Anyway, yeah. um, 
No, uh, no, it was Bears Giants in the which we also should talk about that because I have I have thoughts. Yeah, sure. Um, so with the um, I don't know with the Bengal Bengals just come on. If you, I'm gonna be so upset if Mac Jones wins. <laughs> oh, Roy. Oh, yeah. After that, no, after I, that, Jamar Chase thing, I happen right. They like, shouldn't. Happen I think. At this point. I I think that. If it happened in the middle of the season, it would have been Mac Jones. Yeah. But after that game, it's going to be in everyone's minds. Come on, Demar Chase, let's do this. Yeah, no. I, uh, I Bengals think, I, winning ahead, the ahead. division as well is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that for them. Um, mm. And we, it, it, it's wild, and we'll talk about this later. But we went from man, the AFC North is so good to the Bengals are probably going to be the last AFC North team standing. Yeah. And none of the rest of them are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, that and that's a very strong chance. And and I, yeah, I think you said it great. Like it, I mean, it's been it's been a few years. There was a time when we, where I, where I started watching football back in like 2014, 2015, that you know, that it was this tradition that you would see a team go from worst to first. And in the last few years, that just wasn't really happening a ton. Uh, I maybe I think maybe Washington football team did that last year. I forget if they got last place the year before, but um, this feels so significant. This doesn't feel like oh the NFC East is just a bad division. The Bengals just destroyed everyone in their division. I think they only lost to the Browns once, and then they swept the other teams. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, like they they just they are they've been such a surprise this year i wasn't really expecting a whole lot from them this year give credit to zach taylor i feel like one of the guys that like i feel like we kind of look at him as like a no-name head coach but he really is establishing himself as a good head coach in the league as just Mm -hmm. being able to get this team to where it's at now and i i think that yeah you could be worried about their defense not performing especially well but they do have players on that side of the ball and and obviously this offense is just is easily a, the most explosive in the league right now or at least in the AFC I think that I think like you're not even just talking the division at this point this is a legit team that could make the Super Bowl which is yeah. just again wild to say let's uh let's go to the uh blowout of the week and not surprise but it was a 50 burger Jaguars at the Patriots. We had two teams score 50 points this week, and neither was a scoregami, and I'm really upset about it. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, the, the pa- yeah, the Patriots. Patriots won this game 50-10. to 10. Um, This was pretty over early, obviously, obviously, because it, got, it got, got out of hand pretty quickly. Yep. But I thought about this game, and I was like, man, this feels so familiar, and I want to take you back to 2015. September 27, 2015, it was Jaguars at Patriots, and that game was a 51-17 to victory for the Patriots. The next game that those teams played was in the AFC Championship game three years later. Or two years later, I guess. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was it was Jacks Jaguars at the Patriots, and obviously that was the very close game where there's some, I know there's like ref calls. Miles that Jack people... caught that ball. Yeah, right, exactly. And, and <laughs> but ultimately the Patriots got the last, the winning score. Um and then 
that next season, the Jaguars beat the Patriots 31 to 20. And it's just weird. It's like time is a flat circle because now we come back three years later now. Um, and the, the Patriots just completely put it on the Jaguars, even though the cast of characters from that last game where the Jaguars won and to now obviously is completely different, but it's just, it's just weird to me that it just is yet another 50 burger that the Patriots put on the Jaguars. Um, that is, uh, it just, it it was just, it's just wild to me, uh, on that front. I don't know if you have any other thoughts on this game. Not much to say. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, just where where we are with the Jaguars. The, yep. the Jaguars, I feel like, are the only ones right now. Because obviously, I mean, we have the Raiders that have their, their head coach situation. They have to figure out who they want to interview. But what's wild to me, though, is I feel like the Jaguars are the only ones between the two of them to really be in the conversation for head coach right now. Where yeah. it, you're hearing them say, oh, we're going we're, we're to talk to Kellen Moore. We're going to talk to Dan Quinn. We're going to talk to... Top Bulls. Uh, yeah, Top Bulls. Like they, there's they they have like all these interviews lined up. It's but like for some reason I, I'm not hearing that from the Raiders camp. And I think that's a good segue to the chaos of this week. Raiders at Colts. The Raiders. Look, I mean the Colts had a weird week where Carson Wentz was out for most of it because he is unvaccinated and got COVID and he ended up, you know. You know, I guess passing protocols because he was asymptomatic. Uh, he was asymptomatic, and the CDC literally changed their rules like the day that he tested positive. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the CDC <laughs> are big Colts fans. They wanted to see Carson Wentz out there. Yes, although, that, that was although, the reason. I, guess, I don't know if you're a Colts fan. Do you really want Carson Wentz out there? Anyways, um, opposed so, your backup. Yeah, <laughs> but um, the Colts. Uh, unfortunately, though, Carson Wentz had just a bad game and no amount of Jonathan Taylor was uh, going to work for them. And the Raiders end up in the last minutes getting a field goal to win this game. And Matt, this team that we felt like was dead a few weeks ago have now won three straight games. Yeah. I was going to point that out. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> I but, like like they, they've all been very close wins. They they've all been against like, well maybe not all of them. I forget. Well, the Browns one was close. The Browns right. the Browns one they should have. I think the Browns should have won, but it just right. Bad and clock the Colts 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 one was close. I forget yeah. who they played last week. The Broncos, the Bron- but the Broncos, Bron- which again yeah. Broncos. Yeah. It, it, you know why why I'm gonna go with this though with the Raiders. Do you think that there's a chance that they keep Rich Pisacchia? I don't feel like we never even said his Can fucking name on this that? show. Can you repeat that? You cut out for like, a second. I mean, like, if he if they make the playoffs, like, would the Raiders be that crazy to keep this guy? Yeah, they could. Um, I could also like, I don't know, the way that the way that I see it right now, without any personnel change, uh, in terms of who's on the team with no additions, I could see this being another nine and eighteen, yeah. or a ten and ten, ten and seventeen. Nothing much more than that. So depends on what what direction they want to go in, who they're able to get on the team next year. In addition to they already have. Now, um, I'm trying to think of have did they tr- have they traded any of their picks? 
Like any significant picks, obviously. Like in, I don't in, think so. Like I yeah. So like I'm looking. Uh, so I'm looking at the 2022 dra- NFL Draft Wikipedia right now. It looks like they pretty much have all their major picks. Okay. Uh, their only trade that I actually see, uh, was Las Vegas traded a sixth round selection to Carolina in exchange for linebacker Denzel Perryman. Um, and then there was another one. Uh, where it looks like the it was a Vegas and New England trade that happened. Uh, that was for offensive tackle Trent Brown. Okay. Um, but that was for like six and seven round picks. So they it seems like they have like the full arsenal of stuff. Like I don't know. Like do you give Mike Mayock one more year to just see where he could build? Because I I think that a lot of people see this tenure with John Gruden being that, that Gruden was the one that, that was truly in charge of personnel. Do you give Mayock one more year of, Hey, we're going to, and be like, Hey, Mayock, you, you have the keys truly now. Like, and let's see how you are as an, as the talented evaluator that you seem to be. Can you steer this team in the right direction with a good draft and maybe a good free agency like i'm this is a fascinating team to follow at this point for sure i definitely agree with that um so yeah i'm I'm very curious to see so I, and would i don't know like i i i feel like a few weeks ago if you were to ask me i've been like i don't want this raiders team in the playoffs but after the last few wins it's like i don't know they just seem like a weird one that like I wouldn't mind seeing give a shot. I would prefer the Chargers. For but sure. I I don't know. Like I'm not like against the idea of the Raiders like causing chaos in January or just giving it their a good old try, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah. We'll see how it unfolds. Alright. Let's uh let's touch on some other stuff. So I, I wanted to bring up Giants Bears because cause Bears defense played very well, but oh my god, the Giants Minus 10 passing yards. Minus 10! A modern miracle, Mr. Mike Glennon. I mean, and then and then the rant after the game by Joe Judge about how there's players on other teams that actively call him and are like, man, I wish I was on the New York football giants right now. You sure do. What in the fuck, man? I can't. This team is like it is so dysfunctional, and no one wants to fucking see it that way. I bet you, if if barely anything changes, let's say they just get rid of Dave Gettleman, and then they keep Joe Judge, and then they bring in fucking I don't know, Allen Robinson, right? Or or but even <laughs> but even still, like for general manager, like they get bring in like oh, Kevin yeah. Abrams or something, like someone that yeah. was part of the organization in the past. And just because he's a he's a true New York Giant, so we're gonna keep that tradition alive. Urban Meyer, no <laughs> right, better, as, right? As Bill Urban O'Brien, but like they keep Joe Judge and they have Kevin Abrams, and I, this is how it's gonna play out. Kevin Abrams is gonna come in as general manager. It's gonna be Joe Judge, and then they're gonna pick up some like middling free agents that people are gonna look at as if they're like superstars, and then like and then they're gonna be like, oh, don't sleep on the Giants. I think they're gonna win the division, and they'll go five and. Tw- fucking 12 next year like it's like it is an endless cycle of pain it's ridiculous <laughs> and I, I i know it's so much worse for so many other teams don't do not get me wrong i'm just right like, god man it's, it's so frustrating the, 
listen, at the, the there's a there's a level of acceptance that I feel like a lot of bottom of the barrel teams have. Like the Lions and the Jaguars, I'm sure it's frustrating for a lot of them, but they they know that they suck. Mm-hmm. It's the it, it's our level of teams. It's the Bears. It's the Giants. It it's these teams that could make that next jump, but just fucking don't for yeah. one reason or another. And that that I feel like is more frustrating. Yes, yeah, I I I think I can agree with that, and it's it, it is it is just gonna be like I if they can if they clean house, I I'll be very happy because that, that mm. means at the very least they're recognizing that there just needs to be a fundamental change at this organization that, that from top to bottom they just need to change it. They need to just do something new. If they keep one or the other guy, like I just I it's it. I'm not saying it can't work, but it is really hard for me to hold on to hope that it will work. And they yeah. will make it very hard for me to be like excited about this team. And it's been years since I've been excited about the Giants. Um, and, of course, we do have to talk about what happened in the Meadowlands this past week with the Buccaneers. Um, it's a clusterfuck. And there's so yes. much to the story. So much of the story that keeps coming from both sides, we wouldn't be able to do it justice. I don't no think. Way. No, I don't. I, I, yeah. Do you do you want to take a little bit of this? Because I feel like I feel like this is one that you're very excited to talk about. <laughs> sure. Um. So Antonio Brown decided he was done, and he took off his shirt and he ran off the field. Yes. And I thought that was going to be the end of it, but no. nothing's ever that simple. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Brown has claimed that he. Uh, that he told the sideline staff and Arians that he had a had a hurt ankle. He couldn't go in, um, and they were trying to make him go in anyway. He said no, and so they they sat him down and said, "You're off the team." And that's when he that's when he left. He said he was cut before he went off the field. Buccaneers, of course, say that was bullshit. Yes, he never said that. Um. And it was more. It was more so about the, the Buccaneers are claiming that he was upset that he was not getting, getting I targets. Think, yeah, I think that was he had. He, it. Yeah, and he had some incentives, despite him having the 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 second highest number of targets in that game at at halftime, having five targets, which on a team with a lot of receiving weapons is a lot of targets in half of a game. So. Yeah. Grow up. I, um. <laughs> yeah, here's 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 the quote from Bruce Arians today. Obviously we'll let Antonio go today just to clear you up on some of the things that happened. At no point in time during that game did he ever ask the trainer or doctor about his ankle. That's the normal protocol. You go through those protocols during games. I was never notified of it, so obviously that was the disturbing thing when we were looking for him to go back into the game. He was very upset at halftime about who was getting targeted, got that calmed down, players took care of that. It started again on the sideline. We called for the personnel group that he had played in the entire game. He refused to go in the game. That's when I looked back and saw him basically wave off the coach. I then went back, approached. I then went back, approached him about what was going on. He said, "Quote: I ain't playing. Um, I I ain't getting the ball." That's when I said, "You're done. Get the f out of here." And that's the end of it. Uh, okay. And so that's the that's the takes on all of this. What just where are you at on this? Because I feel like I don't. I know we 
we've we made a, a pact back when this you know few seasons ago where this was initially blowing out that we would never talk about Antonio Brown again but this dude it's it is so hard not to talk about it because it's just so much drama and so insane where are yeah. you at on this I am at the fact of I think that Antonio Brown fucking sucks mm-hmm. and nothing that he says can be fully taken at face value However, things such as like um, making people go in on a on a hurt angle, those need to be investigated, which I'm yes. sure they will be. And I'm I'm like eighty percent certain it'll be in the in the Buccaneers' favor, yeah. in the sense that hey, Brown never told anyone his ankle was busted, and also the fact that afterwards the Buccaneers like offered to have him, at least according to them, offered to have doctors look at it on their yes. dime. And he just ignored them. That's that's the suspect part. And I I I don't trust Brown because I think he's a he's a manipulator. He fucking froze his feet yeah. when he was when he was on the Raiders. Yeah. So he he doesn't make the most wise decisions. No. <sighs> I, you know what's so frustrating to me about this whole thing is that, you know, I, I obviously mental health is a very very serious thing. And mm-hmm. we talk, and it seems like now is reached the point where we keep on having people come out and be like, "Well, you know, obviously we need. Well, let's hope that this guy can get some help because it seems like there's something wrong here. He needs to get help. He needs to get help." And I'm just like, "Why do we have to always blame mental health for shitty decisions? Mm-hmm. Why is that always the go-to?" Like I understand, yes. If he, if there is something wrong there, of course, like yes, get help. But the fact that that's always the default by the the media or whoever is out there that it's like we can't, like let's not make fun of this because he 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 might be mentally ill or he might just be a shitty person or he yeah. might be both and it doesn't matter what, he, what mental health issue he has he could still be a shitty person you could have mental health Men- issues and be a shitty person that's a thing mental health does not excuse shitty behavior it exactly. could potentially cause some of it but it's not an excuse for yes. it and you can you should still be held accountable brown should be held accountable nobody else sign him Please. Yeah, yeah, no. It, 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 I, I see. I wish I had the optimism that that won't happen because it's just insane. I feel like we're, he just got cut uh, as we're recording this. He's he. I feel like tomorrow we're gonna wake wake up like the fucking. And he's gonna be the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like some fucking. It's gonna be the Cowboys or the Patriots. Yeah, but he. But <laughs> it's he said. Oh, I'm gonna get ankle surgery on oh, on yeah. on my on my bad ankle. Which, by the way. Dude was dancing and hopping in the uh, sideline. I don't know if his ankle's hurting that bad, but that's beside the point. Yeah, I, I mean that versus playing on it. Sure, that's different. Sure, yes, but but we also we saw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you were at least jogging into the into the tunnels. I, it's it's so insane, and like I I think about that, and I think about you know on Monday night this huge Big Ben celebration thing. That happened, and okay, sure, I'm happy for the Pittsburgh people that got to see that, whatever. I I just get reminded so often when you see the Antonio Brown thing happen, and you, when you think about the shit that's been with Big Ben, all the off-field stuff that happened to him years ago, and I, I just, like, it, it just goes back to my biggest gripe with the NFL, is that there is just 
no accountability where it matters mm-hmm. and, and constantly and like this these, yeah. both of these guys have been accused of horrendous sexual assault things like and neither of them are i mean it seems like antonio brown might now get kicked out of the league but who knows but like big ben's being celebrated he's being walked around the field like he's a right. hero and i get it he won two super bowls this means a lot to pittsburgh and i get that people are like maybe this is not for you no it's not but i also don't think that you know it's it's so it's so hard for me to look at that and not think about the women that accused him and not feel like they're they they get to they have to watch him on tv and know mm-hmm. that he got away with horrible shit you know right. and i don't care like evidence you know it, you, there was no evidence of it whatever like it is just so often that we are seeing that we see football players and just people in in sports just anything that that they do that that is a horrendous act it gets written off because they're talented and it just it just sucks and it just it just mm-hmm. it, it really it puts me in a bad mood when i think about those when i just think about how like shitty the nfl is with that kind of stuff yeah um but yeah that's that's my biggest i think takeaway of all, all this weekend it's that it's it, I, everything's bizarre can i shit on washington Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So that, that happened this week. I forgot about that. <laughs> so if you haven't heard about Washington, uh, part of their stadium fell apart and almost injured Jalen Hurts and all those people <laughs> and all those people. Yeah, nobody, nobody had uh, any serious injuries. Jalen Hurts did not get uh, uh, a railing landed on him. Thankfully, a railing in like seven people. FedEx Field is a fucking dump, mm-hmm. and immediately afterwards, Washington's like. Oh hey guys, we got a name change coming up. <laughs> to try to fucking distract people. <laughs> Tune into our new name. Fix your goddamn stadium with more than just zip ties. Oh my god. I absolutely wild. And like that I am shocked that no one was more hurt. I mean, we don't know. know. Obviously, obviously, if Jalen, if Jalen Hurts was injured, that would be everywhere. But it like, would be, yeah, it would be. We, the, so we don't prob- know if like probably the biggest story of the weekend, even more so than Antonio Brown. If maybe, maybe, absolutely. But I, yeah. like I, and but we don't know. Like it seemed like everyone that did fall that were the fans. It seemed like everyone was okay. They no got one had up. any serious injuries. I heard read a couple articles where some people were had to be like checked out of the hospital. Yeah, like, like they, next stuff, but yeah, there, there are some people that just got right up and started taking selfies with him, which I think is just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, that could have been even more dangerous if there was a fan that like landed and then just attacked J- Jalen Hurts. Like that could have been a thing. Also, in the age of COVID, one of those fucking fans probably one of they had COVID and gave Jalen Hurts that. Like, yeah. no one was masked. Like it was just, it, it's pure chaos that would and that's not that's not that's on the spectrum of maybe not good chaos <laughs> no. right that is not something that should not happen and um yeah what a they need to get their act together on that front because that is uh unacceptable um sell the team snyder yeah no he needs to go and i don't mm-hmm. what what in the world I, but it does it does that does turn my attention to i wonder what the washington football team is gonna be well you know what so they they can't do the red wolves they they said that in an article they ran into copyright thing so i don't give a shit i'm gonna continue shitting on this team it's probably gonna be something boring like the commanders 
Oh yeah, because they be they put it they put out their like teaser trailer and their stars on the uniform, and that's about all that they've shown. Yeah, G- so give, that's gonna suck. Give me hogs or red give hogs me death. would be amazing. Give give me hogs or give me death. You know yes. what I mean? Like, that's, <laughs> Washington that's <where> hogs. <laughs> that's it. That's that's where I'm at. Well, because that's perfect for their history. That's, True. That's, that's yes. So like that's like I mean I, the good history, obviously. Not the, yes. the shitty history. I you know forget it. But the hogs, I feel like just work. God, but. And it yeah. would be so funny to say, "Oh, we got the Cowboys versus the Hogs today." It's it, it's fucking amazing. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that, that like, please do that at least. It, make it interesting. And yes, if it's a shitty, you know, boring name, then yes, we Commanders, can just keep them. Admirals. Can... Oh God! Watch yeah, forget the, it. The Cleveland Guardians. Washington Presidents. Oh Jesus! <laughs> like I was like want to like stab what myself. If, what if they come out and call themselves the Cleveland Guardians? <laughs> they did. They name it Cleveland too. They name it Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like we couldn't think of anything else, and their name sounded cool. And they haven't yeah. filed the right copyright stuff yet, so we'll just take right. it. Let's <laughs> we try. Can, it. We'll, go to, we'll go to court. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can get it. <laughs> <laughs> just that full name: the Washington Cleveland and Cleveland Guardians. Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? They couldn't think of anything else. They were up. They're up against a deadline. You know all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you, know, you know what's interesting? And then I, we'll move on after after this. But like. I found the 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 the, co- the copyright thing is very interesting because apparently with the way that I guess treaties work in the world, uh, you can file a trademark anywhere, um, and there are certain countries that have places where you can file for a trademark and they're not public, and so a lot of the times when you have like a big reveal coming and you are trying to file a copyright for it but you don't want the public to know about it you can go to a government in like a different country altogether and file that trademark, even if you don't exist in that country. And that trademark will be put in place on a world stage. Apparently Mm. I thought that was very interesting. I thought that, cause I think, I think in the U S like trademarks are public publicized. Mm. Whereas in the, I guess other countries, that's not the case. So I, I, there was a really interesting article. I forget who wrote it, but like, what, I wonder what country has the name of the Washington football team right now. That is just the has that is keeping it secret for whatever laws that they have. So I don't know. Very weird. Very just a weird fucking week altogether. Mm-hmm. Let us. Uh, we, we we'll we'll get into all the scenarios and our picks for next week. But before we do that, let me tell you about our sponsors. Hi, my name is Matthew J. Walsh, the host of the Over Heaven podcast, a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast where we'll be looking at each episode of the newest animated part, Part 6, Stone Ocean. We'll have a variety of guests, from JoJo fans like myself, to people who have absolutely no idea what's happening at all. Join us every Friday as we fill the void of JoJo Fridays and celebrate what makes this series great. Knowing what's going on is not mandatory to the listening experience, but might be recommended for a good laugh. Catch us on Twitter at OverHeavenPod or as part of the podcasting group Team Chaos Productions. And we're back. Hello. Alright. Um let's let's start with the matchup scenarios first. because uh, I think we could do well, actually no, let's do clinching scenarios. I, I I think you you have the do you have the week eighteen clinching scenarios? I can in just a second. Okay, I'll stall in the meantime. Because um, I I spent, I would say, like an hour figuring out the NFC 
playoff scenario, not even, like, I would say, like, 20 minutes, a half hour, I spent probably two or three hours trying to sort Jesus out Christ. the AFC scenarios, because there are a lot, considering the fact that we have one week left. Yes. Like, the amount <laughs> of combinations and possibilities here are... Oh, it's, it's amazing. Endless. For the, All right, I'm ready. Going on here. All right, hit me with it. All right, so in the AFC, the Bengals, AFC North champs. The Chiefs, AFC West champs. Titans, AFC South champs. Buffalo and New England, both in the playoffs. Neither have clinched the division yet. Baltimore, the only way they can get into the playoffs is if they win and Los Angeles, uh, Indianapolis, and Miami all lose. Buffalo can clinch the AFC East if they win or New England loses. The Bengals can get the number one seed if they win and Tennessee, Kansas City, uh, and New England all lose, or Tennessee loses, Kansas City loses, and Buffalo wins. The Colts can get into the playoffs if they win, or uh, essentially looks like Los Angeles loses, Pittsburgh loses, and Miami wins. If those three things happen, Indy gets in. They can clinch the uh, the Chiefs can clinch the number one seed if they win and Tennessee loses. They need both to happen to get the number one seed. Uh, Vegas can get into the playoffs if they win, or Indy and Pittsburgh both lose. Uh, the Chargers can get in with a win. Uh, the Patriots can get the number one seed if they win, and Buffalo, Kansas City, and Tennessee all lose uh, and clinch the AFC East if they win. Buffalo loses. It's a lot of fucking teams, Chris. The Steelers lot, can lot team, lot team. The Steelers can get in if they win. Indy loses, and Vegas and LA does not end at a tie. We'll get to that later. Yes. Uh, the Titans can get the number one seed if they win, uh, or KC, Cincinnati, uh, New England all lose, or KC and Cincinnati lose and Buffalo wins. Very specific stuff. That is the AFC. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll go deeper in the yep. AFC in a second. The NFC Packers, NFC North, and the number one seed Cowboys and Buccaneers have each cl- uh, clinched their division, East and South respectively. Arizona and Los Angeles are in the playoffs. Philadelphia Eagles of all fucking teams are in the playoffs. Yep, we made wild. We, we we that 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 graveyard is desecrated. The Eagles yes. took a shit on all those graves after being resurrected. They sure did. <laughs> Uh, Arizona can clinch the NFC West if they win and LA loses. Uh, the Rams can clinch it if they win or Arizona loses. The Saints can get into the playoffs if they win and San Francisco loses. And the San Francisco can get in if they win or New Orleans loses. There you go. Huh. <laughs> that is a lot of scenarios, especially in the a- AFC. It is so simple in the NFC. Where yes, it's uh it's a it's a win win and loss or a win or loss for uh for two different situations for both getting in and for winning the division, the AFC wide fucking open. Yeah, so much can happen right there. Yeah, so let's let's start with the NFC. So if I right now I, I so what how I ordered these these matchups was kind of like what's maybe most likely to happen. Obviously, an objective thing, but let's say. I, I, I think that the likely thing, even this is not me you know, giving my picks or anything. I'm just saying this yeah. is maybe what's likely to happen. There's a chance that you see that the Rams beat the 49ers just because of how hot the Rams are. And uh, maybe the Saints beat the Falcons. I put that as the most maybe likely scenario. This The only way 
if the Saints make the playoffs, the only team that they can possibly face is the Rams. So that yeah, I thought that was yeah. really interesting. So this it would be a seven seed Saints versus the Rams in the wild card round. Uh, there is a scenario where if the Rams win but the Falcons win, and that is likely, um, then the 49ers become the seventh seed in that uh, game, and the 49ers will face the Rams. So basically, what I'm saying is that if the Rams win uh, on against the 49ers, I think that they're locked in on the two seed. Um, I think if they lose, they can kind of maybe fluctuate a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It seems like. Um, and then there is a, a a few scenarios where the Eagles will be the seventh seed behind the 49ers. That's if the 49ers win their game against the Rams. And then the Eagles can face anyone in the range of Buccaneers, Cowboys, Rams, and Cardinals. Okay. In the, For the six at three in the NFC, I put my most likely scenario would be that if this if the Saints do make the playoffs, the Eagles would be locked in at three, and the Buccaneers would be the third seed uh in this mat in this situation. And the only way that the Eagles can be a six seed, or rather, if the Eagles are a six seed, the only team that they can face is the Buccaneers. Okay. Which is very interesting. So it would be Eagles yeah. at Buccaneers at that point. If the 49ers win their game against the Rams, they're locked in at six seed, and that means they could play anyone, Cardinals, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Rams. Any of those can be a possibility for six at three. It's just so weird how the Eagles have clinched a playoff berth, but are still very likely seventh seed. Yes. That's yep. what's weird about all this. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so it's, I think it's the head-to-head that the 49ers have. Right. Um, and I think the Eagles have over the Saints as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, something's up there. I some, something's up with the tiebreaker scenario that has given the Eagles that opportunity, even though they might be the lowest seed of the of the bunch. <laughs> um, and then the five at four, and this is pretty much straightforward. The five seed is going to be either the Cardinals or Rams. That's just because Correct. everyone else behind them is, you know, the lesser uh, NFC wild card. So. The why I wrote was that the most likely scenario, if the if so, Rams winning against the 49ers would mean they get the division, so that means the Cardinals would be there, and I have the Cowboys being the four seed right now. So that's Cow- Cardinals at Cowboys rematch. Oh, of another week 17. one. Yes, but there's a scenario, of course, where the Cardinals do end up winning the division. The Rams, if that happens, the Rams will face the Cowboys if the Cardinals win the division, no matter what. Rams will face the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, and then there is scenarios where Cardinals can also face the Rams in the wild card, and the Cardinals could face the Buccaneers in the wild card as well at five and four. So there's that. Now, <laughs> let's talk AFC. What kind of bullshit magicianry is going on here? So I'll just say this. I'll keep it nice and short here, all right? Because there's a lot. The crux of it all, the crux of all of this chaos lies at the feet of the Jacksonville Jaguars because yes, <laughs> if the Jaguars after just being nothing for weeks now mm-hmm. beat the Colts all hell breaks loose like it, it is like <laughs> literally the backup of teams that is hoping and waiting to see if they could get a spot in the playoffs, it all lies at the feet of Jacksonville. If Jacksonville can beat the Colts, then the Steelers have a chance. The Ravens have a chance. If not, if the if the if the Jags can't beat the Colts, 
Then it's then, Colts and whoever wins Sunday night. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. So yep. basically, <laughs> anything interesting that will come up the AFC wild card at, at, at the seven at two, especially, is lying at the feet of Jacksonville, and I think that's just phenomenal. Um, <laughs> so uh, in terms of this is so if Indy beats Jacksonville, the likely matchups basically include have the Chargers, Colts. Patriots or Bills as a seven seed, and then the Chiefs, Bengals, Titans, Bills, and maybe Patriots for the two seed. But if the Jacks, if Jacksonville does beat Indy, Steelers, Ravens, Raiders, and Colts could be your seven seed. Colts can still be in the playoffs if they lose to Jacksonville. That would, yep. like you said, uh, it would it would require I think the Dolphins winning against the Patriots. And then the Steelers beating the Ravens, I think it was the other one. And what was the third one? If you still have it Let open, check. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Um, LA has to lose. Pittsburgh has to lose. And Miami has to win. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's just it. And so, and then uh, it's, it's basically the same two seed scenarios of the Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Titans, Patriots. So yep. there, there you go. Six seed and five seed pretty much look the same. But in these scenarios, there's not much of a crux on the Colts Jaguars game but like I think no if the Patriots um if if the Colts do lose to the Jags I think that opens up the door for the Patriots to be um a sixth seed I think or something like that like there's there's some weird scenarios that can happen there but it's it's still Colts and Raiders. Raiders for some reason I think oh no some reason they do have a reason they just beat the Colts. So the Raiders yes. will be ahead of the Colts in the uh in the in the seeding no matter what if the Raiders have the same record as them. So if the Raiders win on uh on Sunday night, then you will have the Raiders sitting at the sixth seed and the Colts sitting at the seventh seed right now for me i have the in terms of most likely scenarios i have the chargers at chiefs for seven at two which would be great yeah <laughs> that'd be really good and then i have the colts at Bengals for your six at three right now and then okay. five at four is really uh, you do have a shot where the raiders chargers and colts could be a five seed i think all hell has to break loose for that to maybe come to fruition um but the big thing is that for the most likely thing to happen for five at four is Patriots at Bills. And so uh, what a wild card that could be. Oh, right? man. <laughs> Patriots at Bills, Colts at Bengals, Chargers at Chiefs is your wild card round. Potentially. Um, And Titans, I think, are in pretty good position to get the one seed. But like you said, Chiefs at Bengals could be uh in there as well but and it's so many different combinations like chargers Bengals of in, in quite a few times which i think would be really cool justin herbert versus joe burrow you have uh i i i the bills at chiefs could be an early matchup that gets out of the way real quick um you could see you know patriots titans like there, there's a lot of different kinds of scenarios that are going to be really really interesting to follow um so it's just too much for me to really kind of sum up in any any kind of which way right now outside of that. But with that said, it's time that we get to the picks. Now, where are we at with the pick competition? Let me tell you. 
It's not looking great for me, but <laughs> uh, there is there is hope here at least. I mean, I think last year we were at a point where it was like an eight or nine point deficit, and I think it widened at the end of the week. Uh, and it was just like, you know what? This is this is getting out of hand. This is an eight point deficit, but I think that if I could get like a four game gap here that I could at the very least attempt to tie it. And so we'll see how we can do it. It's <laughs> it's it's gonna be tough, but we'll see what we can do. Last week, Matt, you went twelve and four, got your chaos, got your guarantee, so you ended up with nine points. I went eleven and five, got my got my guarantee, did not get my chaos, so I ended up with six points. I am sitting right now with 150, 105 is my record, minus five bonus. That is what's killing me the most right now. Sitting at 40 points at the moment. And I went, as you said, 12 and 4 on the week, uh, 152, 103. Got nine points on the week at 48. There you go. All right. Matt, you want to get us started here? I would love to. Uh, Saturday's mostly meaningless games. We have the Chiefs (laughs) versus. (laughs) 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 We got the Chiefs versus the Broncos. I don't know. Chiefs gonna try to win to potentially get the number one seed. They gotta mm-hmm. hope for the Texans, though. Yeah, this is. I think that's really what this matchup has meaning of right now. Is where do the Chiefs end up kind of sitting? Yeah, uh, it is. It is a big matchup for one for the one seed, but the you have a team that does not need to play for anything at this point. Um, so I'm. This Saturday slate is weird. I don't know why they chose it. I think it's for ratings. I think that's literally the only thing was that like, all right, Cowboys get ratings, Chiefs get ratings. So let's just have that be the the Saturday slate because yeah. this is not very significant. But I do think the Chiefs are significant because, again, they lose and it opens up the door for a Bengals or Patriots to potentially get the one seed if the Titans lose. But if the Titans win, none of it matters. So it's it's a weird one. Uh, I'm going Chiefs. I'm also going Chiefs. There you go. Uh, next up, the Dallas Cowboys at Philadelphia Eagles. Two playoff teams. Two fucking playoff teams. There you <laughs> go. Um, I This is a weird one because I think the Eagles could rest their starters. I don't think that was confirmed, but that is absolutely a thing they could do because they kind of can just – they really – they have n- – there's nothing that they could do about, <laughs> about their positioning. I mean, I think – like even if they lose, they could still be the sixth seed. Like I, they they are playing for nothing in this game, so they could rest their starters against the Cowboys team that maybe is gonna try for a two seed, so they get to maybe play the Eagles again. I don't know. Like it's it's a weird one. What do you, what do you think's gonna happen in this game? I think the Cowboys are gonna win, but it's hard to figure out what the just what will go on overall here. Yeah, I, I'm going to say Cowboys win, and, uh, you know, I, I think they have a few COVID people right now. Like, mm-hmm. My, Micah Parsons, I think, is out right now, um, which is, that's a big deal. But, obviously, this week really doesn't matter a whole lot for either of these teams. I think maybe it matters more for the Cowboys, again, for that, you know, whether or not they want to be a two-seed or four-seed. But right. in the in the grand scheme of things, it's just another, like, they're going to have to play a wild card game. So it's like, I don't know how, I feel like this could easily be a game where it's all backups for all both teams. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, I'll go Cowboys too. 
All right. Next up, we have the Battle of Ohio. God save that state. Uh, the Bengals versus the Browns. Uh, Browns really out of the playoffs, got nothing to play for. Bengals probably likely to sit their starters considering Joe Mixon is out with COVID. I believe Joe Burrow will likely sit as well. Yep. Will that impact uh, your decision for the game at all? Um, it does a little bit. I actually, I'm, I had the Bengals selected. I'm going to switch to the Browns. They don't have Baker Mayfield this week. They, he, mm-hmm. He's going to be in surgery. I think that Case Keenum could lead this team against a Bengals team that has a bunch of backups. Yeah. Um, so I think the Browns will get a sweep in the, in their losing season. <laughs> uh, I, I had the Browns selected as well. Cause they just feel like an eight and nine team to me. So yeah, yeah. Fair unless, enough. yeah. I will. I I'll worry about switching picks switching around near the end. end. Okay. All yeah. Right. I I think because I think I think I I want to see kind of how this plays out normally first. Cool. Uh, next up, the Packers at the Lions. Packers locked up the number one seed. Lions are just playing for pride. One pride. Um. Uh. What do you think is going to happen here? I think that the Packers are still going to beat the Lions as much as I would like the other way to go. I'm going to stick with the Packers. I think with the logic that I think the Packers could rest starters, maybe, just because, I mean, I know that they get to rest the next week, but, like, I, do we really think that they're going to risk injury and would they have everything locked up that they need? Mm-hmm. I'm going to just go with the Lions. I've picked the Lions right, every great. single week. <laughs> so I'm like, I got to just pick them. <laughs> Why not? That's not even my chaos, I don't think. Uh, so there you go. That's where I, that's where I'm at with the, with the lions. Next up bears versus Vikings. Uh, bears, uh, Nagy trying not to get fired. Mike Zimmer also probably trying not to get fired. This is going to be a crucial game, not for the playoffs, but just for, I think these coaches future, not that it is totally saved by it either. Who do you think is going to win the game? I think the Vikings take care of it. I know the Bears have been good in the last few weeks, but... Uh, it was against the Seahawks and Giants. I want to preface yes, that very strongly. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. That's what, that's where I'm at. Like, I feel like the Vikings... I feel like they just have one game left in them where it's that they, they, they'll be frisky. They'll, they'll kind of show that maybe they are the fringe playoff team, but they obviously can't make the playoffs now, and they'll, they'll just be the mediocre team that we thought they were the whole time. So, Vikings... Uh, it would do psychic damage to me if the Bears and Vikings had the same record, so I have to choose the Vikings so that doesn't happen. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Uh, Washington football team at the New York Giants. Another meaningless fucking game. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, the Giants are going to probably start Mike Lennon again. Can he get minus 20 yards this time, Matt? Yes. I believe. Gonna pick Washington. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I I'm gonna pick Washington. But this is one that I'm like, oh, I might switch my pick. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but that's that's Washington for me. As well. All right, here it is. The moment we've all been waiting for. The most the most crucial game of the 2021 season. Yeah, it kind of kind of <laughs> is right now. The most important game, the 9 and 7 Colts against the 2 and 14 number 1 draft pick Jacksonville Jaguars. I do want to note, Chris, the Colts have not won in Jacksonville since 2014. Yeah. yeah. Will they win this time? 
Oh god. I do hope you so. want the do you want chaos terrain? Not not with the teams that are waiting in the wings, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I can't I can't let Jonathan Taylor just get go as hard as he did this year and then just collapse at the end here. Like we can't we can't have that. So I got to <laughs> go with the Colts because it makes the most sense, but nothing's made sense this year. Literally in any if these were any two other teams, I would pick the I would pick the Jaguars. If it was any team other than the Colts, I would pick the Jaguars to plunge the world into chaos. But I can't. I want the I want Jonathan Taylor in the playoffs way too bad. I'm picking the Colts. Yeah. This yeah. is going to be the best Sunday ever. <laughs> if Jacksonville <laughs> wins though. <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna feel so bad. I'm gonna feel so bad. No one deserves it. All right. Uh, <laughs> next up, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Baltimore Ravens. Another big game because this it's a big game with the idea of a Jaguars upset because it whoever wins this game most likely is going to get in the playoffs with a Jaguars win as well. So it's still unlikely, but... Again, with this, you know, this this coating of chaos around it, this game does matter. Who do you think is going to win this game? I worry about the Ravens' offense a lot. I worry about some of the co- coaching decisions. Steelers did not put that great of a fight up against the Browns. It felt like in terms of the Browns not being good at football. Steelers had 109 yards of passing. It's really sure. Bad. Yeah, well, well, that on like 40 attempts. Yeah, yeah. And me saying that out loud, I kind of want to switch my pick. Because I had the Steelers initially, because Lamar still is not practicing. Yeah. I don't know. Who are you picking? Oh, come on. No, you got the first. first. <laughs> come on. I, 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 have stake, I have so much at stake here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick the Steelers, I think. Um, damn it. I'm picking the Steelers too right now. Okay, I'm going to switch to the Ravens. Are you sure? I don't want to force you into that. I I don't... I have such little stake in this game that I'll root for the Ravens just to fuck with these guys one more time. Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, especially because of the fact that the Steelers are such a shithole organization that no one should pick them. So I'm picking the Steelers, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) I... No, I... uh, no, I well, you know what I will say about the Steelers. I, I I'm calling a shithole organization. I just think Big Ben is a shithole, um, right? Because I I'm I'm hoping that T.J. Watt gets his gets the sack record, breaks that sack record. I know it's owned mm-hmm. by the Giants. I know I should have pride in that. I don't. I don't give a shit. And Mike Tomlin, he's such a fucking good coach. Like you gotta yeah. give him credit. And he, uh, I, it would just be nice to see. Uh, them get this victory here, but uh, I'm still but, fucking know, amazed to think that that people think that the Steelers should move on from him. I know it's it's bullshit, and you, you know what I just realized though, uh, they're so close to eight, eight and one though. So I, now oh. I'm tempted to switch the Ravens, <laughs> but I'm, I'll, I'll stick with the Steelers. I'll stick with the Steelers. Oh, and because of the spread, it, it's a the Ravens are five point favorites, so I'm team chaosing the Pittsburgh Steelers in this one. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's 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 the logic i'm working with right now love I, it i gotta i gotta pull i gotta pull my punches somewhere <laughs> all right anyways you go ahead <laughs> who the fuck is next tennessee titans take on the houston texans titans can lock up the number one seed and then add derrick henry to their team mm-hmm. if they beat the texans 
If they yep. lose to the Texans, I, I vote that they don't deserve to put Derrick Henry back on their team. <laughs> Just straight up. Like it's, it's a, like it's can't a, come back. It, it's a, it's a, it's a penalty in a video game. If you lose to this, you don't get the power up. I'm getting, wow. who, who do you think is going to win? I, I, I think the Titans have to win it. This is again, it's another one of those things where like Derrick Henry doesn't deserve to be on a team that loot that gets swept by the Houston Texans. I'm with you on that. And I think that this, they should close things out. This is, this is a prime opportunity for the Titans to get the number one seed. I think for the first time since like 2009 or whatever it was, like it's been a yeah. while since they got the number one seed. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just, I also give two people I need to give credit to Mike variable. Great. You know, just despite all of the shit that this team has had to deal with, like the, the fact that you're on the cusp of this is really impressive. And also Ryan Tannehill is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, man. He's so yeah. good and he deserves so much more. Credit. Also good, good, uh, good, good vibes to Deonta Foreman who, who despite having an Achilles tear a few years ago is, Doing pretty well in Derrick Henry's absence, so I I, I yep. joke about Derrick Henry, but Deontay Foreman's been playing great too. Oh, and this is a revenge game for Deontay Foreman. Yeah, too, he was yeah. on the Texans at one point. So there you go. Yeah, I'm going Titans. <laughs> All right, uh, Titans as well. If I didn't say that, Tennessee. Yeah, I, I yeah. There you go. You're yeah, the only ten so. I see. <laughs> New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons. This game does matter because the Saints. Could I mean they have a real shot at making the playoffs right now? So can they do it, or will the Falcons sweep them? I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Saints. They are a weird, chaosy team mm-hmm. that don't always play right, don't always play ro- don't always play wrong. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> Which makes sense if you think about it for like three seconds. Yeah, no, yeah, you, yeah. I, I, I got you, I got you. That's just funny. I feel uh, like the Saints have a really good chance of uh, of of winning this game, make it into the playoffs. I'm going to guarantee the Saints. Oh fuck me in the ass! I actually had the Falcons selected as my win. I'm going to do that. I'm going to just do it because I have okay. nothing to get. I have nothing to lose. It. Um, yeah, but. Uh, did not expect that. Oh, by the way, I think I forgot to say it. I'm guaranteeing the Vikings. Oh, uh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> from earlier, I, I forgot to write that one down uh, earlier. Uh, but yes, no, I'm going to go Falcons. I, I think that the Falcons have something in them that they that I think that I just think the quarterback play for the Saints is just really abysmal. Mm-hmm. It's it's not good, and I feel like I don't know. Arthur Smith's done a pretty decent job as, you know, even though I think as a whole the Falcons haven't really done well this year, I think that one thing that I I see with them is they they seem to have, like, an offense that's a little bit spicy with Kyle Pitts, with Cordell Patterson, that I feel like that could maybe trip up the Saints a little bit. It's in Atlanta. I'll, I'll give it to the Falcons for this one. All right. Hey, Chris, I, I, I just want to point out, apparently uh, Tesla... Yes. Um, in a in a in a patch they made to their car, mm-hmm. patched out the defroster <laughs> and the heat and the heated heated seats. Why? I don't. I because they because Elon Musk doesn't know how to design anything, and not that he does everything that Tesla does, but he doesn't. He doesn't know. He he doesn't know things. He made a lot of money, <laughs> and pathetic nerds think that he's smart. And all of his shit goes to shit. 
Are and they had to recall. They're on the, they're like on the verge of bankruptcy. Well, SpaceX's, but they also had to like recall about half of the Teslas that they've sold in the United States. God damn! Why do Buffalo. why do we give stupid people platforms? Just I just across stupid the board. people buy the platforms. That yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> you you just nailed that. You nailed it on the head. That's why <laughs> that I I I I asked a stupid question and got a really good answer on that one. <laughs> why do stupid people have platforms? They have it. They have the money. They somehow accrued the money. <laughs> oh god fucking this society is going down a hill we're just podcasting through it uh <laughs> next up uh, oh no i think you're up here for the the introduction to new this york jets take on the buffalo bills in buffalo buffalo wins they win the division they lose and their fate is up to new england that's not a fate you always want what will buffalo do against the jets yeah, this is this is scary. Uh, I didn't want the this division to come down to this. I, <laughs> I I know I know it seems like a layup, but again, shit's weird. Like we we're kind of sitting here being like the Jaguars might actually beat the ja- the the Colts right now, and so like, am I would I be stunned if the Jets beat the Bills in a weird Week 18 game? No, I hope that's not going to happen. I'm going to pick the Bills. I think. That they know that they know what's ahead of them. They know what's they know what they're gotta deal with here. They should lock up this division with this win. I sure hope so as well. I'm picking the Bills. There you go. Uh Patriots at Dolphins. All right, this is uh, this is always fun. The New England goes to Miami game. <laughs> what chaos is brewing here, Matt? Do you think there will be any? Yeah, it's my team chaos. Hey! <laughs> Picking the Dolphins. If if the if the Bills can't do it, the Dolphins will do it for them. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Patriots. I did have the Dolphins selected as well, but I'm I feel like this is a good one to switch off of. Uh, so that will that will get us to four disagreements. All right, there you go. <laughs> there you go. We could have more. We we could we could have more. We, we still got a lot. We still got a lot of disagreement heavy games. And by that I mean like maybe two. <laughs> left yeah we are like four games here we'll, we'll yeah. see how it unfolds uh you go ahead i think all right we got the carolina panthers taking on the tampa bay buccaneers buccaneers just want to win maybe help them get a bit of a higher seed doesn't matter too much for either team what do you think yeah i think i think bucks should get this win regardless uh panthers are just limping into the- this this postseason right now i don't <sighs> I I would be stunned if they're this this like I would I would be less shocked if the Jets beat the Bills than uh compared to a Panthers win over the Buccaneers at this point like that's kind of where I'm at. Granted, Buccaneers are kind of they're in a rough shape as well. Like they they lost their two best two of their best wide receivers to uh injury and shirtlessness and yep. the uh they don't have Levante David they don't have Leonard Fournette like they, they they're in rough shape going into the playoffs but. The Panthers are just so bad right now. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so where are you at with this game? I'm going to pick the Buccaneers. There you go. San Francisco 49ers at Los Angeles Rams. Big fucking game. Probably the, like, I mean, next to the Chargers Ra- Raiders, I think the the biggest game this week, I, I guess you could also say Colts Jaguars, but I in terms of, like, two teams competing for big playoff implications this is this is one of them um 
the 49ers are looking to get into the wild card, lock up their spot with a win. Then they have to, if they lose, they have to hope that the Falcons upset the Saints. Whereas the Rams, they need to win to get the lock up home home field, and we'll have our first game in LA ever, uh, play, first playoff game in LA, uh, in a while. Um, and then if not, if they lose, they have to hope the Seahawks upset the Cardinals. So a lot at stake for this game. What do you think is going to happen? I think that Shanahan has McVay's number, and the 49ers are going to win and get in the playoffs, and we'll have three NFC West teams in. Yeah, as we should. Yes, I, I'm, I am with you. But I, I, <laughs> I think I did this as like a. Uh, I, I have to think of more disagreements to have for this week, and I think I, I, I ended up going with the Rams. I am. <sighs> Uh, what should I fucking do? Should I lean on and hope that I win all four of our disagreements? I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I, cause I think your logic is, is valid. I think it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna stick with the Rams, but the podcast isn't over yet. I'll just say, that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'll just say that. All right. There you go. Uh, the Battle of the Birds, we have the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona needs the Rams to lose and for them to win in order to win the division. Can they defeat the Seahawks and get some momentum going into the playoffs? I think the Cardinals should win this game. I, I know that the Seahawks had a good old time in against the Lions. Nice little 50-burger. But I think... I, I think the Cardinals are starting to get right. I think they're starting to see some. Uh, the that that's what was the who was what was the name of that wide receiver that like blew like blew up for them to, last week? Oh, it I was don't like, know. It I was it, yeah, like he he was like a big old. It, it was a name that I did not recognize at all. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if you get some secret weapons working for them. I think that they could be good in the playoffs still. Um, I think the Cardinals win. I also think the Cardinals win, and by my logic, this means the Cardinals will win the division. Viva the Birds. There you go. (laughs) Viva the Birds. All right. There you go. And finally, it is the matchup of Sunday Night Football, the Chargers and Raiders. We did talk about it. This will give it an opportunity now. If the Jags win against the Colts, there is an opportunity where if these two teams tie, they both make the playoffs, which opens up the idea of what if these two teams knelt the entire game and just, just kneeled it out, zeros on the clock, zeros through overtime, and they decide we're just going to go to the playoffs together hand-in-hand hand and fuck everyone else. Uh, obviously, that can't happen because I think there's collision uh, collusion rules like you were saying, Matt. Uh, when we're yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they are. I just feel like they should exist. They should exist for that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it led to us having like a text exchange. Like, what would they do during a <laughs> during a, a, a like kneel fest? Would they just like play like reruns of uh, you know? law and order or what like with like the game in the bottom right where they do mm-hmm. like interviews on the sideline like what 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 i don't know what they would do but we do have to pick a winner here we can't pick ties here what do you think is going to happen in this game uh i'm gonna go with the chargers but it's not a it, it it's not a locked 
super locked pick. Yeah. I just would much rather see Justin Herbert in the playoffs than anything the Raiders are putting up right now. So from an emotional standpoint, the Chargers, but the this this is a great Sunday night game for like a win and in situation. Yes. Yep. I'm with and you. man, Jaguars, come on, let's let's see, let's let's cause some chaos. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I um in the I I am definitely in the camp of the Chargers. I feel like that I I'm going with my heart here more than anything. I do want to see Justin Herbert in the playoffs more than I want to see the Raiders. But either way, I think that both teams are very interesting um, uh, in terms of what they could provide in terms of entertainment value, I guess, for the playoffs. But I just think Justin Herbert's more interesting overall. Um, so I'm going to go with the Chargers. Uh, and with that, that means we have four disagreements. Uh, five disagreements, actually. The pro- Here's the problem. If I get one wrong... That means you win still, because that means mm. that that I only kind of get like three games on you if like right in, in the whole. Uh, so I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter what I do here for the San Francisco Rams game. I still feel pretty okay about it. Uh, you said you said your chaos was the Dolphins and your Dolphins ca- guarantee was your Saint was the Saints right New Orleans yep all right so that could it, that could help you Falcons win really helps you. It does. Yeah. Um. Well, well, it wouldn't because I I picked the Patriots on that one. Oh, true. Yeah. So. Well, no Fal- Falcons winning. Well, Fal- well, Falcons winning. Falcons. Yes. Yeah. Falcons winning said, would be huge. I said Falcons. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Dolphins. My bad. No. Um. We're good. Uh, the the Packers. Yeah. So so the the across the board the the games that we're watching at one o'clock is gonna be Packers, Lions, and Steelers or Ravens are the big one o'clock games to watch. And then at four o'clock it's the Saints, Falcons, Patriots, Dolphins, and then the 49ers, Rams. Those are all of our current disagreements in place right now. Um. Yeah, I I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I think five disagreements gives me an opportunity to actually that like I I'm like looking to tie it right now. I feel like the ha- if if I have if everything does go my way, I that that could give me a chance to take the lead. Yeah. So I'm okay. I'll stick with the five. I'm not confident about it, but you know what? We have to make this interesting in the last week. I don't want yeah. I don't want to lay down like I did last year. I want to I want to try to fight till the end. But I uh, I will. You know, I, I will still say you 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 played a good picking game this year, Matt, and I will, thank you. It, it, this is a very this is this <laughs> is a very tough for me. I, 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 the last few weeks, the fact that I was able to at least get back in it and and even pass you at one point, I was just like, okay, I'm happy that I at least got to that point. But I, I think more than likely uh, things are not going to end up going my way. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. You are always a wor- you are always a worthy adversary. Yeah, right. And yeah, I would, you, I would, I would pick against no one else. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, we got, we got uh, a whole lot of stuff. I, we, we were running a little bit long here, but I just want to, uh, real quick, just go over. Uh, again, we have a lot of great stuff happening at TCP right now. We got 
uh, over having podcasts still coming out weekly. Uh, we still have uh, the Game of Coop came out last week about our Goat Game of the Year stuff. We have uh, Doc of Shame kind of coming around the corner. We're in uh, to production talks on that. Yep. <laughs> if you want to talk about it mm-hmm. that way. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, table, table Party Evergreen is out, and I think a new episode of the, uh, of the regular campaign will be coming out in the next few weeks as well. Um, and uh, VBBFL, maybe Saturday? Uh, yes, it would have to be Saturday evening, though. Oh. Later in the day. Yeah, I think I should, I, I should be able to do that. Okay, cool. Yeah, so so yeah, we we'll, so look into Saturday evening for uh for VBBFL. Uh, we'll let you know uh more details when we get closer to that. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you all. This has been a wild fucking regular season as we've described, but it is coming to a close. And next week we'll be here to break down all the wild card playoff matchups, all the big news that comes out from next week, and. We're going to assign a video game to each team. And, I'm uh, terrified for that, by the way. It's Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It'll be fantastic. I hope you guys are excited for that. And I thank you all again for listening. And we will see you next week. Good night and good ball. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods. <laughs>